This is Cafe International. I am Dan Rosenberg. On today's show, we will learn about preserving Garifuna history, culture, and music from Emilio Thomas and Alavando, members of the Belizean group, the Garifuna Collective, and how, until as recently as the 1990s, Garifuna children were discouraged from speaking their own language in school. The Garifuna are descendants of escaped African slaves. In 1635, a slave ship crashed near the Caribbean island of St. Vincent. The survivors mixed with the local indigenous community. But in 1796, the British ethnically cleansed the island, deporting the Garifuna population to Central America. I caught up with members of the Garifuna Collective at the Sunfest in London, Ontario. Emilio Thomas. The Garifuna people were a descendant of Africans and Caribs that originated on the island of St. Vincent. And then our people were exiled by the English to Central America. And then we continued to migrate along the coast of Central American countries, Nicaragua all the way down to Belize. Our people have faced so much racism and discrimination and all the struggles regarding the other people who want the land that we reside on. Because even from the nature of the island of St. Vincent, our residents in these countries are along the coast, where we always want to be close to the sea, knowing the nature of where we came from. At this point, our music, even though it's lively, and so when you go into a Garifuna community, you're going to see all this drumming and people celebrating. And sometimes you don't even know you're walking into a wake. Someone just passed because we celebrate life when someone passes. So many of the songs are based on the struggles and all the things that we have been facing throughout our arrival to Central America. And our language, the Garifuna language, is very unique. Do you speak the language? I speak the language a, a bit, not as much as I want to. I understand more than I speak because it wasn't spoken well. We were discouraged to speak Garifuna when I started school That's because it was, we were, it was spoken at home. But when we got to school, we were discouraged by even Garifuna teachers in my generation because everyone was going towards the Queen's English or to speak English in school and we did not value other languages, even our own. It was a difficult time and it's only when I became a teenager and through the work of the Garifuna Collective and some others that they started to advocate for the cultural preservation and to make sure that we keep the Garifuna culture and the other elements of it alive. We're going to take a break and listen to some music from the Garifuna Collective from their latest album called Aban. The song is called Lugwa, or Lost. You're listening to Cafe International. <laughs> Music from the Garifuna Collective. Our guests are members of the group, singer and guitarist Emilio Thomas and bassist Alavando. 
Earlier in the program, we heard how Garifuna children were discouraged from speaking their own language growing up in Belize. I asked Emilio Thomas when this occurred. In the early 90s, because I started school around 1994, and I finished high school in 2009. So by the time I finished high school, maybe two years before, I started to play Garifuna music from Andy Palacio. Even though I never met him, but I was influenced by his work and, and the music that was getting popular from the Watina album. There's a song on that album where he asks, who am I going to speak to in the afterlife when nobody speaks this language? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is so heartbreaking. Correct, correct. Yeah. correct. means yeah. um, in, the, in future times or times to come, it speaks to who is going to, um, to speak the language and be cassava, and do all the abemahani, all these men and women dances, all the different elements of the culture because of the awareness that we are going towards popular culture through assimilation. And we have been taught to devalue what we own as a people. And so we're moving away from that by giving more value and time to holding on to what we own and to, to let people be aware that we need help in doing this. Let's listen to that song. This is music from the Garifuna Collective and the late Andy Palacio in Times to Come. from the Garifuna Collective. The last song featured Andy Palacio, who tragically passed away in 2008 at the age of 47. We've been featuring an interview with members of the Garifuna Collective, Alavando and Emilio Thomas, recorded at the Sunfest in London, Ontario. Here's more of that interview. I only imagine what it must have been like growing up, being so discouraged from speaking your language, and you think of your ancestors, generations and generations yes. and generations, that spoke that language, that sang these songs, that played this music. I just listened to a tape of the first time I met Andy Palacio. Mm -hmm. It was 1997, mm -hmm. and it was at a conference in France. Mm -hmm. And he was just relatively early in his career, which tragically was very, very short. Mm -hmm. He told me that he was originally thinking of going into politics, but he thought, I could make more of a difference in the world as a musician. Here's that quote from Andy Palacio in 1997. My whole purpose for getting into music 
is really a series of experiences. One was uh, while living in the UK, I always came across face to face with the fact that nobody knows about Belize, while everybody would know about Jamaica. So I felt that by lending my talents to entertainment and culture, that I could be a better ambassador for Belize than if I were to get into politics. He died so young, yeah. but you look at what has happened through your work and through his work. Mm -hmm. People, you're, you're, you travel all over the world. It, it has yeah. changed. It has changed drastically. The awareness is, is huge. The appreciation of that enlightenment that came with two music, you know, especially with that one project. I would say that the entire Belize has changed. The entire culture has changed. The way how people do things. In Dangriga, where I live, we have the Golisi Institution, it's a school that's built around the concept of teaching Garifuna language. So the young kids, everybody that goes to that school, the young kids, they could sing in Garifuna. Then with the music, you have like these events like Battle of the Drums, events that actually brings the culture together in the form of a competition. But the underlying element is how do we preserve? And so that aspect exists. And through our music and through the story we go around the world saying and, and people appreciate it. In a way, it's very inspiring for all Correct. endangered Correct. cultures mm -hmm. because you look at, at what Garifuna music and culture and language was like just 30 years ago, and that's not ancient history. You probably thought when you were discouraged from speaking the language at school that 30 years later you'd be touring the world performing Garifuna no. music. And now the kids growing up will have a totally different exactly. attitude yeah. towards this. Correct. When I was growing up, I used to admire drummers, and there were not many drummers, but I grew up listening and being inspired by the music. After a while, when the battle of the drums came in, and then many people from outside came for the Garifuna celebrations, every year after, more drummers started to come to light. More kids were a part of, and now we have more drummers than piano players, as Al would say, they used to have more piano and guitar players than drummers. So there's this big movement where there are more dancers, more drummers, more singers. It's a result of the work and vision of Andy Palacio and the Garifuna Collective. Everything is coming to play. We don't want this only for the Garifuna people, but also for other indigenous people that we have interacted with throughout our entire time of travel. So it has made a big impact on, on this time. And I am very happy and I'm very happy to witness all of these changes, all of these developments, and we continue to contribute to the changes that are happening. So maybe let's hear some music from your latest album. You want to introduce one of the songs? Yeah, there's um, Hamala that I wrote. Um, I, I, I dreamt a melody in Dangriga where I live, and then I, as I woke up, before it slipped away, I recorded, I hummed it in my phone. It's about a little boy who wants to fly, and in order for him to grow his wings and fly into the world, he would need his community to teach him all the ways of um, the culture, and then he would fly into the world and not only represent him, but where he comes from. The song is Hamala, yeah. Let Him Fly. Let Him Fly, Let Him Take Off. Emilio Thomas and the yes. Garifuna Collective. Yes.
Cafe International. I'm Dan Rosenberg, and we've been speaking with members of the band. Up next, more of my interview with singer Emilio Thomas from the Griffin Collective. So you mentioned right, it's a multi-generational band. It must be very powerful. Obviously, you're one of the younger generation, keeping these traditions alive. Of course, it's always evolving, but you, you talked earlier about Griffin drums. Mm-hmm. Now, these are not drums that you go into some big chain music store to pick up, right? Oh. These are all handmade. They're handmade, yeah. And they've been made like this for generations and no generations. Like, no like. yeah. Can you talk about how they're made? And there are obviously different kinds of, of Garifuna drums. These are handmade by people in our communities. And drummers always have their own preferences when it comes to the sound. So we tune the drums based on what we would like to hear. So all drums have their own personalities. The drum makers, they would go into the forest and get the tetai, these um, vines that they used to wrap around the drum to put the skin, the hide of cows and goats and sheep. And they would cut out the wood by hand with a chainsaw and assemble all these pieces together along with some rope. And then they would give it like a little tuning, tightening, but it's when the drummer goes to pick up the drum, that's when they get the final sound before going to a performance to express however they're feeling in those moments. Maybe we can introduce a song that might start with some drumming to sort of tie into this. Chatue is the paramount chief of the islands and um, he was the Garifuna paramount chief. That, That played a very significant role in our history before we were defeated by the English and exiled to Central America. He was um, influenced by the women around him, so they played a very big role in letting him know that, you know, he's in charge and he's supposed to ensure the the security of all the Garinago people that were there at the time. So that song is a tribute to his work and, and how he is still honored by the people in all the different communities in Central America up to this day and even on the island of St. Vincent where some of the Garifuna peoples remained during the time of the exile. from the Garifuna Collective, recording this episode in London, Ontario, where you guys are about to perform a second show. You were also mentioning how the work you've done has almost become a role model. Have you met with other indigenous communities? 
I wouldn't say we're role models, but we are students and teachers at the same time. Hmm. We listen to what others have to say and see how different we are or what we're going through and how similar things we're going through as well. Their story becomes our stories. It's incredible what you're sharing and what you're doing. The final thought, I'd imagine you must think about Andy Palacio every day as to how much of a difference he made in the world. And I'm sure yeah. he inspired your career, mm -hmm. right? Everybody tries to imagine like what we would have been or what, what life would be like with him around. If, if you really look at how the Garifuna Collective is growing and moving, it is clear that Andy Palacio's work is, is continuing. So he is still alive in everything that we do. There is no Garifuna Collective without Ande Palacio. Well, I want to thank you. It's sort of a cliche as to what mm -hmm. a difference one person in the world of seven yeah. billion can yeah, make. Of course, of course. But I see the work Andy did and the work that you're doing now, and it's quite incredible as to how a few people can make an enormous difference in the world. So, Alavando, Emilio Thomas, I want to thank you so, so much for the work you do and for joining us today on the program. Danny, thank you very much for, for having us as well. We are, we're honored to be on your show, and we are honored to be back here in Canada sharing with the people. That's Emilio Thomas and Alavando from the Garifuna Collective. Their latest album is called Aban on Stone Tree Records. From the Sunfest in London, Ontario, for Cafe International This Week, I'm Dan Rosenberg. Thank you.